I'm always sleepy. Yes, I know. I've known you for a good 20 years. No, well, no, I don't think you know how just how sleepy I am. Well, you're time. a man who claims to be sleepy, but you don't show the signs of sleepiness. Well, he just yawned. Well, a yawn, you make him yawn. Uh, well, does constantly having red eyes count? Because my eyes are just always red. You see, I don't notice that. I do. You I don't do notice. notice that. I don't you, see that either. No, I, I know oh, that's good. Mentioning how tired you are all the time. That I hear. That I pick up on. <sighs> yeah, I think I probably use more energy than the average person acting like I'm not tired. And that's probably why I'm so tired because I'm at, it's, it's almost like a cyclical sort of like self-perpetuating right. issue. Right. It's a lot of run, stop, run, stop. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, mm. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I'm Glenn Howerton. I'm Rob McElhenney. I'm Charlie Day. I guess, did we do that last time? Did we say who we were? I, guess, I don't know. Is that part we're, of it? We're fine in it. We're just figuring this out, guys. Still figuring it out. This is only episode two. And once again, we'll uh, we've already begun, and then we'll talk for a while, and then it'll just sort of end. Guys, we just watched episode two of the show. Charlie wants an abortion. Do any of you guys seem to recall when that was written, in what sequence? Because that's not how we shot them. That was like maybe the, I want to say that was, that was the, the third one we wasn't shot. was the second one we wrote? It was the second one we wrote, but I believe it was maybe the third one we shot. I, I don't know. It feels like in watching it that after watching the first episode that we aired, I definitely remember thinking, maybe we talked about this on the podcast. I don't know why anybody would watch the show. But watching that one, I'm like, oh, okay, I see some, I see some funny stuff. Yeah, I like, that one there, yeah. holds up to me. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. The kid's great. It seems like everybody's- All the guest cast is amazing yeah. in it. Yeah. We were still finding D. D's character in that is was still sort of like the wet blanket who's yeah. like, guys, what but are you doing? But she's so funny in the scene with me. Definitely. At the mall with yeah. the waitress. Yeah. Yeah, she finds her moments. She, she knows that'd be funny, yeah. so that's not an issue. Yeah, she always knew how to elevate it, but you're right. In terms of the writing, we, we hadn't quite found her yeah. character yet and what that, was funny about it. That was the only episode I re- vividly remember writing on a yellow legal pad and showing you my notes, like the, the scenes with the kid. I yeah. remember that. I actually remember the offices we were in, and I, I remember that was when we were all having conversations about what the title of the show could be. Because it shouldn't be It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because that's insane. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible, terrible title. It's mm-hmm. too much of a mouthful. And we had a bet go. Actually, we did a bet in the office. Do you remember? $500. Well, we, we didn't have a bet. We offered people money. No, we no, said it was, well, we $200. Five- it was $200. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, we weren't $500 men yet. No, we, so, <laughs> yeah. probably right. So, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was $200. We're yeah, like, woo, that's steep. Yeah, yeah that's steep. Yeah, yeah. 200, 200 bucks for whoever yeah, come up yeah. with the best title. Yeah, and like, we didn't go with the best one. No. No, you can make the argument. We went with the worst one. You know what? I've got that. I think I have that list somewhere. Uh, oh, I should try you should to find dig it. That up. I've got Bring it. it no, I know I have it. I the, know. The I have only it. one I remember is jerks. But yeah. what else possibly could we have come up with? I don't know. Jerks. Yeah. Jerks would have been better. I think. Jerks was way up there. I remember, and I don't remember why we didn't. Why didn't we go with jerks? Do we feel like it was too um, too cute, reductive, too cute? I, I don't know. Have no idea. But this stupid title won by War of Attrition. I think we just got to the end and we were like, I, I don't it. know. Screw mm-hmm. it. Screw it. Let's it's memorable. Just, it's in, but it's not. No, it isn't. It's not memorable. It's That's a bad the title. It's a bad title. It's a bad title and it continues to be and then a people, bad title. Th- but then they talk about it and they go, no, no, it's actually a great title. Don't you see? And I'm like, no. No, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, I, I've had so many people come out. They're like, 
I love it because it's not always sunny in Philly. <laughs> That's was and it's funny because of that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that was the, the original home movie was actually titled "It's Always Sunny on TV." We were originally playing ourselves, and we were originally actors who occasionally worked, but ba- mainly we just wanted to have vain characters who had a lot of time on their hands. And so originally we were all actors. So the original title of the show was It's Always Sunny on TV. And that came from, I was at the gym. I remember it was at Crunch Gym on Sunset Boulevard what in West doing? Hollywood. What were you working on? Yeah, what were you working on? I believe at the time I was stretching when this song yeah. came out. You just went like, to the gym to stretch? I know, it's post-workout. I'm, I'm, I'm going oh, so to throw this in real quick. This story has been told so many times over the last 15 years that anybody who's listening to this has probably already heard it 15 times. However, I think you should tell it, but anybody who has access to their phone should just hit like that thing where you can make it go fast. Yeah, you can make it go yeah, fast. I will Do say like, this. I don't remember the Crunch Gym aspect of it. I also gonna, went to a Crunch Gym. So, But I don't remember Crunch's gym affiliation with our successful well, show. So for the people of Crunch, I think they might want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're still out there crunching, yes. Well, so like I, I don't. I think they are. I crunch so. still exists. Are they right? crunching? I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I think they are. Too out. many people get crunched. They're like, oh man, I crunched myself bad. That was such a fun gym to go to. It was always there was always great people to watch at that gym. You know, Dave Navarro was always there. I was always like, that's weird. He was I, that dude was there every single time I was there, and I was there at random times. So I was like, he's here all the fucking time. Crunches. Crunching. He's just crunching. Getting his crunch yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Getting, yeah. Anyway, getting crunchy. I think people have read this story, but I don't know that they've heard our voices telling it. And that's what makes it special. Okay. 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 All right. So, um, so I'm at Crunch. Boop, 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 boop. I've just finished my workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing some stretches. Don't ask me why, but I'm listening to, I don't know if I have my shit on shuffle or if I was actually listening to an AHA album. Mm-hmm. It's the, their most, it's the one with Take On Me on it. It's actually a great album. And Good there's stretching a, song. And there's a song, <laughs> and there was a song that came Stretch on. My and, and, uh, well, so the song that came on was The Sun Always Shines on TV, I believe is the actual title of the show, and that is the chorus of the song. And I just remember thinking like, oh, that's a good, ti- that's a good title for the show. It's Always Sunny, or like some version of that. And then I don't remember how we actually, how that morphed into It's Always Sunny on TV. But it's, it's based on the AHA song. And that would have made a lot more sense if we were doing a show about- It's Always what, Sunny right. on TV is a good title. It right. is. Yes. Yeah. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it makes not. no sense. No, nah. nah. We just changed the words out. Yeah, we just changed the words out. No, it lost its, its entire meaning. Yes. But yeah. there, there is something to like, sometimes something that's too premeditated- like the fact that it's not a good title is why it's a good title. Yeah. Right. Is that it's not like jerks is too cute and like right. too polished and I don't know. Like the too, met- too, too networky. Too it's too networky. It is too accessible. Yeah. Would have lo- lost know, some of our street cred with that title. Yeah. Maybe. In a way. I Do mean, that's cred? just, uh, no, no. that's corporate just, art, man. <laughs> that's music, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, I ain't interested. Fuck in that, that, man. man. That ain't for me, man. I want the accidental <laughs> title. Yeah. I want the default title because they couldn't come up with something good. (laughs) Give me the Jackson Pollock of titles, man. (laughs) Now, Max, straight in this this episode. Very straight. Extremely straight. Undeniably straight in this episode. Yeah, but we always knew eventually in season 11 we were going to take this character in a different direction. No, we talked about it extensively. We knew that once we were, yeah, as you said, 11 seasons in, we Mm -hmm, were going to, you know, because we knew we were going to go 11 seasons. For those of... Fans that we knew were going to invest this much time in it. Yeah. Um, um, that I, kid now. Yes. How old is he? Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be mid fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is that kid? My God. I mean, he he was probably what eleven years old when he shot that. So, and that was 
16 years ago, so he's probably 20, in his late 20s. Spencer. Spencer. Spencer, I we believe. Gotta have him. We got to have him back. We should have Spencer. He, he was, was great. He was great. We were commenting on, uh, so I remember the night before shooting a couple of those scenes, like having a few ideas, like lying in bed, thinking about things and being like, oh, I should have him hit me with a pool stick. That'd be funny. And I was like, oh, I should have him spit right in my face when I'm doing the thing with the keys. Yeah. But we didn't tell the director that. We're, we're we gonna, didn't talk to the directors very much in those <laughs> early seasons. We mm-hmm. just kind of did what, whatever we wanted, and we expected them to know. So yeah. Spencer hauls off and spits right in my face, and I remember the director, like, because they were across the street, like, yelling cut and, like, trying to run run across the street to, like, stop the cut. And I remember thinking, like, oh, fortunately we got enough of the takeout before you could hear him on camera. But I remember being irritated that he would well, yell cut, which is like, it's like a guy does a fucking stunt and breaks his arm. You don't yell cut. And you're like, no, you, you fucking, I broke my arm for that shot. You fuck. Like I just got spit in the face. Yeah. Like, keep it. Like, what are you doing? Don't. So yell just cut. to be clear, I, I get Charlie's point. You're saying if, if somebody breaks their arm in a scene, let's just say it's a four or five minute long scene. We should, we should continue with the scene. You, you the- make sure that whatever fucking shot you're on. You have that, and then you yell cut. No, Glenn is saying he's so badass that if he breaks his arm, don't... You're not saying you would hurt a, another actor. You're saying, as director, he was saying, and I'm with you, if I don't tap out of this cut, goddamn, keep rolling, because I just broke my arm for this shit. Because I just broke my arm for this shit. Right? And if it's a really good take, and you ruin it, and I have a broken uh, arm, then we furious. both lose. I'm yeah. with you. I'm Everyone loses. With you. Everyone yeah. loses. The show must go on. Yeah. Spencer Daniels. He played a young Brad Pitt in... Benjamin Buttons. Oh, did, was he in Benjamin Buttons? I thought, yes. I thought Brad Pitt played young Brad Pitt in Benjamin Buttons. I thought that was the whole thing. I believe of the it's buttons. Benjamin Buttons. Yes. Benjamin's Buttons. The, but, but he continues Benjamin to. He, he go, ages backwards. He ages backwards. And then he hits a certain point where even, even Brad Pitt can't play right. an eight year old. You need Brad Spencer. Pitt. You That's need when Spencer You are Spencer underestimating comes. Brad Pitt, as people always have. He well, could definitely play an eight year old. Uh, he could play a baby. To. He could play a baby. He could do it all. He could play a baby. I don't remember anything with Buttons. There were small little round things that keep your shirt together. Oh, I thought batons. it was like the parade batons. No. Oh, well, no, they were, but they were small and they were round and they kept the, sh- the person's shirt oh, together. Oh, in the form of a baton. Yeah, exactly. One thing we noticed from this episode was that we had some certain level of interest in, in some kind of social commentary. We noticed that there was one tiny line as we're watching it, hmm. where Dee's cutting the limes. And, Den- and just for filler, before someone walks in, Dennis is commenting on how she's cutting the limes. That's, that's, that's too thin. That might she's be cutting them too thin. And I think thin. Charlie said as we were watching it, that's what the entire show is now. Like, right. we, what we realized was, we can keep making these kinds of shows, but what's really funny are the conversations that happen in between sort of the bigger conversations yeah. we're having. Yeah, having getting into a whole thing about whether lo- the limes should be thin or thick. Yes, Actually, that I believe did come from us talking about like how I mean I think some of that because yeah, we were it, trying to go for accuracy like how would a bartender really cut limes right we were trying we were trying to say this was a real bar and these were real human beings at one point <laughs> well yeah yeah but also too you know you get fifteen years in and then in the first season you're like well we did we did uh, racism and abortion and cancer uh, cancer and then like what's left what's oh you're just left with limes uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, like, like that's it you're like well I guess we do an episode about limes yeah we can probably figure out an episode about but, fruit. The thickness and thinness of them. Yeah. Maybe we re- also realize that it's just straight up funnier to talk about wanting chips and you should have gotten chips at the hamburger store. Yeah, getting real heated about something that's more, relatively more, minor. However, 
Also weirdly relatable because yeah, we've yeah. all been in that situation where you've got a little bag of chips and your body's like, let me have some of those chips. You're like, it's a small bag of chips here and I'm loving it and I'm hungry and I don't want to give you my chips because they're delicious to me and I, you should have gotten them. Yeah, you had you an opportunity to get them. both at the vending machine yeah. and you should have also gotten the chips and now you want to sip on my Fanta too? Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, we do both. You know, we do both. We, we, we got scenes like that, but then we have Time's Up for the gang, which is fairly recent and we're talking about the Time's Up movement, which is a big, you know... Yeah, thing that happened, I guess. But they can't all be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the point but, is they can't all be that. Yeah, that, that was Megan. Megan did that. Megan yeah. wrote that. So if anybody's upset with that one, like that's yeah. Megan. That's yeah, that was that was, her, that was yeah. her fault. That was her fault. That was her fault. Megan wrote. Megan wrote. Rob grabs another woman by her vagina and lifts her up into the air. Yeah, yeah. Megan wrote that. Megan. Megan. wrote that. Megan wrote that. She's a woman. She's a woman. She's a woman. Also, a notable uh, guest star in that episode is Mr. Cormac Bluestone. Uh, And for those of you who don't know who Cormac Bluestone is, he plays Jimmy Doyle in the episode. But more importantly, he became our resident composer and helped us compose most of the original songs that have ever been on the show. Mm -hmm. And then not just the original songs, but like a lot of score. And when we have like a really moody episode and we need something very specific, he'll like... Last season for the laser tag stuff, we wanted like a sort of shining esque theme, mm-hmm. he, and he he nailed that. Did he? Uh, he did that. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Okay, yeah, but yeah, very talented guy, Charlie. You've been you were friends with him before. He was one of the Williamstown Theater Festival guys. I knew like Jimmy Simpson and David Hornsby, yeah. and uh, right, a lot of people that we know came from that connection. Yeah, Nate Mooney. Yeah, yeah, the Williamstown Theater Festival. Check it out. It's somewhere. Where is it? <laughs> Williamstown. Williamstown is, is, is yeah, but that's not a state. Self-evident. What state is that in? It's in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, westernmost oh. corner there. Well, listen, if you ever Ma. find yourselves in the state of Massachusetts and you're looking for some good theater, check out the Williamstown Theater Festival, and you're not getting any of my chips during intermission. I want to talk about how much it hurt to get pelted with those eggs in that episode. Okay. It yeah, hurt. let's it really talk hurt. about that. One, one caught me right in the ear. But we didn't stop and yell, cut. One caught him in the ear. This is- We yes. got the shot. That's a very salient point. And it's exactly what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm, I'm saying. I'm 100% you, with you here, pal. Yeah. We're the same work, work ethic when it comes to that, yeah. which is like, let's get the shot, man. But what if the line wasn't scripted, but you screamed out, Dear God, my eye has been pierced. And then we look up and your eye is falling out of your head. Again, Should I think we I, stop or should we keep going? I think an extra three or four seconds to make sure that you've got that shot and it's in the can yeah. is not going to make the difference between whether I lose my sight in that eye or not. Yeah, yeah. Because like, also, what am I doing in the scene? Like, is it a really good take for me? I want that. Yeah. Well, well, we do cross cover. We do cross cover. Yeah, so, yeah. so you yeah. know, just because your right. eye's out doesn't mean I'm not. Yeah, Don't you weren't in that scene. No, are you no, just no. talking in? What are you theoretical? Theoretical, theoretical you. Theoretical me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe we started shooting that scene though, and people were throwing eggs at me, and they were not bursting; they were just bouncing off of me, and that hurt even more. So then somebody yeah. had the bright idea of just poking holes in the eggs so that they would explode every time they hit me, and uh, that was a good idea. And it was disgusting, and I hated it. Um, you know, but I did it. I did it because I'm a professional. Don't sigh. Little known fact. I did it because I'm like- There is an uh, an actor that had a scene that Mm -hmm. we hired, a friend of ours, Olivia Munn. We didn't, she wasn't a friend at the time. 
You guys mentioned that when we were watching the episode. I have no memory. Yes, yes. Well, I, did you, did we I didn't remember it either, but I bumped into her yes. at a gym, not Crunch. Crunch. And um, You got uh, a lot of gyms, was, Charlie. She was, can't you tell? And uh, she told me that story where she was supposed to be oh. Caitlin's- uh, What was her excuse? Yes. Why didn't she show up that Something day? with no, like- It was her, not her fault. Was it not? Yeah, no. It was no, it was like a scheduled thing or they yeah, told the her the wrong thing. Yeah, they gave her the wrong information. Oh. They it's only twice numbers. that's happened on her show where the actor didn't show up. One was Olivia Munn. <laughs> yes. And the other was Michael Madsen. Oh, yeah, God, he just right. straight up didn't show Michael up. Michael yeah, Madsen. I've never seen that before. He fled the country. He, well, he, he fled the state. He fled the state. He was trying to get out of a- The country. He was in Canada. I believe he got out of the state of California. They're like, the man's in Manitoba, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. He's not going to make it. Yeah, he's not here. He (laughs) He's gone. He owes, like, some uh, spousal support. But I remember, I do remember. It was a spousal support, and he did not want to support that situation. And he's like, guys, I'm so (laughs) sorry. I'm out of the country. Yeah. But his agent was like, guess what? We got Tom Sizemore on hold. Yeah. So apparently his agent's like. like, yeah, even better. I Great. got I got all the crazies, man. I got you know I got all the wild guys. And so yeah. Sizemore comes in, crushes. That's a different episode. We'll talk about That's that. That's a different episode. We'll but then I, I do remember, you know, like six months later, we got word back from Michael Madsen's agent, who oh. was like, we reached out and said, hey, guys, just FYI, you know, Michael is still like a huge fan of the show and would love to would love to come back on. Oh, and we were like, oh, so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He didn't show up, straight up just didn't show up one day. Yeah. And now he's, he's looking to come back. Yeah. Okay. We'll consider it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Noted. By the way, I love him. He's great. I love things. Michael Madsen. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't speak on behalf of him. I'm sure he's done terrible things or no, no bad things. I don't know. I'm, this is not an endorsement. Now, leave me alone. <laughs> Get, this, off me. This, Get off me. Cut this. Cut this. Cut it all. Cut, 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 cut this. this. You can't do a podcast these days. It's God, crazy. Geez. It's Everybody like breathing down your neck. It's like This is crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. Um, I, I would also like to point out that in that first season, we were all, and I don't remember why this was. Everybody's wearing a hybrid of their clothes from their wardrobe, but also there was wardrobe. And also, like, we had a props department, so we had props, but also some of the also props we were, like, it. ours. Yeah. Like, what the hell yeah. was that? Why was it? I've was, never seen anything we fucking like that. a real TV show. No, it, it was I real, mean, like, student film production yeah. quality. Yes. The, and we, we don't need to get into the exact amount we were paid at the time, but it was... It was when, minimal. When we tell people the, what, what we got paid, it's almost like it was not... It's not possible. Yeah. And I don't know how they got away with that. Well, because they they were like, you but know, the, we, aren't there unions and like we had we were all SAG and WGA and directors. Was the Guild show and, even SAG in the first season or it was it after? It was after. It yeah, was it after. was not SAG. It was after, and I think that they didn't want us to be WGA either. In fact, we might not have been WGA. Oh boy, here we the go. First season. Hey, you guys want to talk about unions? <laughs> um, I'm curious on your take on this. So, okay. going back to actors just not showing up on set, I've always wondered this about like. You hear stories about like, um, you know, super famous actors that are elusive in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's part of their lore. Like, well, they just, you know, like they'll have a meeting with the director. The meeting goes well. And then the director's just wondering, hey, on the first day of filming, you know, this dude may or may not show up. What the fuck is that? Like, it, like how, how is that? That's not charming, right? That's not good. That's, that's not, no. That's crazy. Like, you know. I like, feel like those are the kind of shenanigans that are less and less tolerated these days. And I, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like more and more people are just like, 
no, fuck that guy. Wait, I don't want to work with him or her. I, I just, I, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. There's too many talented people out there and life's too short. Well, it's like the guy who, like, you know, the key grip who lives in Santa Clarita. Right. Who wakes up at four in the morning. Right. Who doesn't get to see his kid in the morning, uh, you know, who hasn't seen his kid for a week or whatever, drives like mm-hmm. in, the middle of, in the middle of the night all the way to Well, here's the good news. He still Manhattan gets paid. Beach. He gets, he still gets paid. So he's not that upset. That guy, Santa Clarita. Ah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll hold a boom mic or not. Either way, I'm getting paid. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, what else? Yeah, what else? What else? Rob, what do you got, man? What can you talk about these days? <laughs> what can you cover? I have heard people say many times, though, they're like, yeah, it was just much, much more grounded. The show was much more grounded in season one. <laughs> That's true, which actually makes it more terrifying. Yeah. It was yeah. it was more grounded and we were almost pre- we were truly presenting these people as the most awful people on the planet, of yeah. course, who always get their comeuppance. But we were saying like these people like really do exist. Yeah, well, that was very we- important to us. I remember I mean we really wanted to like make it feel even though it was scripted, we wanted it to kind of feel improvised. We wanted the acting to be very not sitcommy. And then that went away in season two uh, when we realized like, <laughs> it would be funnier. Well, we realized yeah. it's a sitcom. Well, there is. It is a sitcom, and maybe that's okay. There is some purity to making something where us as the filmmakers, the actors, have no idea what's going to be funny about it to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Right? So that you really can't rely on any character trait you've come up with, you can't rely on any sort of story element. You really have to invent something from scratch so that. The pure inventiveness of it, it's, it's kind of like the accidental title that we have, which is right. that, you know, we're not really trying to squeeze season one into a box of this is exactly like this other show. We were really trying to invent our own thing. And season two, we're trying to squeeze it into the box of season one, in a sense. Like, we're trying to grow on it, but it's also based on something we've done. So maybe there is, like, a purity to that, right. which is sort of exciting to watch, which is that it's, yeah, it could I wish I could see it objectively. I wish I could look at it objectively. It's just impossible. It's impossible. Well, it was definitely not through lack of trying. We no. were grunt. We were killing ourselves. We were ki- we were killing ourselves, and we were swinging for the fences, as I recall. First of all, I never understood why they let us make the show. I was like, you and you want us to write it? We're not right. Okay, sure. We're not writers, but we'll do it. And I just thought, like. We may as well swing for the fences and go for it because there's no fucking way this show's ever going to get picked up. Now I understand having watched it again. I haven't seen one of those episodes in, I mean, seriously, I think 10, well over 10 years. Wow. Remember how bad my stomach problems were? Like, I had really oh, bad right. stomach problems. You had like reflux. I had, a, I had, well, I had a fucking ulcer. A, oh, yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And then it just like suddenly went away. But I realized the way that it went away was I'm looking, I'm looking at the episodes and I'm realizing, well, that I weighed like 130 pounds. I didn't, I barely ate anything. All I did was drink coffee and smoke cigarettes all day long. <laughs> yeah. All like, day long. Why do you feel good? <laughs> I didn't even drink alcohol that much, like during that time period. I was just drinking, I mean, like on the weekends, but not every night like I do now. <laughs> at, <laughs> okay, the, okay. Right. At the time, I was just waking up in the morning, drinking as much coffee as I could to get me through the day and smoking a ton of cigarettes and then being like, what is wrong with my stomach? I don't understand. Right. Yeah. Right. This doesn't make any sense. I'm yeah, a youngish that? person. How long have you been off coffee now? I've been off coffee, I don't know, five years. Yeah, you and coffee don't mix. No, don't mix well with the coffee. But I could drink the coffee without the cigarettes. But the combination was tough. But I did that for a good 10 years. Shut up. Uh, guys, this episode brought to you by coffee. Coffee, <laughs> fuck you, but you guys, you're welcome. This episode also brought to you by cigarettes. <laughs> 
Cigarettes. You're dead. <laughs> we're we're still around. We're still a thing. That's true. We're yeah. cigarettes. You know you want them, but you know we're bad. <laughs> some of you can resist us, and some of you are just gonna die. <laughs> Taking aunts and uncles I, since 1843. <laughs> I, I quitting smoking was one of the hardest things I've ever done. There was a point in where I was like, you know what? I'll shave a good 15 years off my life. I don't care. I love it this much. Right. You almost just gave mm. in. You were like, fuck it. Yeah. And then but I, now in your mid-40s, you're happy you haven't been smoking. Oh, yeah. You know, back in the day since your 20s. Oh, you God, can you yes. imagine? No, you would no. feel very bad right I'd feel now. very bad. Or you'd feel totally fine. Like certain people we know that like smoke f- and are fine and they smoke till... About to buy cigarettes, you'll be fine. About <laughs> <laughs> to buy cigarettes. Be fine. You'll be fine. Remember that one guy's dad? He still smokes and he's fine. <laughs> cigarettes. Still cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. I do miss smoking, though. Oof. It's delicious. I love it. Every time I, like, on the rare, rare, rare occasion that, because I will occasionally, and it's very rare these days, have a cigarette. And I'm always thinking, like, oh, this is going to be gross. And it's not. I love The it. last cigarette I, I had w- w- socially, prior to that, it had been five years, but I smoked like four cigarettes the night of your 40th birthday party. Oh, yeah. Everybody, we went to some bar, everybody karaoke bar, and everybody night. got so drunk. Yeah. It was the drunkest I'd ever seen David Hornsby. Yeah, Hornsby was. He was fun Dave well, was Fun Dave was on fire. Which, fun Dave, yeah, Fun Dave got sloppy. Fun, your 40th? Glenn's, that was my 40th, Glenn's yeah. 40th birthday party. So that was five, five we years that ago. that karaoke five place at Gaslight. And Gaslight? Gas Lamp? Yeah. What the hell's the name of that place? Shit. David got yeah. so unbelievably drunk that night that I don't think he drank for like another two years. And the <laughs> next day, we saw him and he was like, yeah, I had a rough night. And apparently... He peed in his dresser. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah he, he woke up and, and Emily, Emily, Emily's like, David, I what are you doing? And he's like, shut I'm going to the bathroom. She's like, David, wake up. And he's like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. And she's like, wake You're up. You're peeing in a drawer, he David. Was, he, he was pissing in his drawer. What a fool. In like his sock drawer. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, I'm going to get off the sauce for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this is not, like, good. Yeah, it's not a good look. Good move. Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. So that was the last time you had That was the last time I had a cigarette. I had like five or now, six cigarettes. And then, then I, I'm, I'm. Are you there. like me though? Because I think it's more the chemicals that I want. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody hands me an American spirit, I'm like, not interested. No, you want the drugs. Yeah. If I'm going, I want to go all in. I, I want, want whatever. I, I want a camel. I'll yeah, even go camel with no filter. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's still got the chemicals in it, just yeah. doesn't have the filter. Yeah. I want whatever they're adding to their tobacco. Whatever camel, whatever Joe Camel is adding to those cigarettes, that's what I want. That's what I want. You have to give me like real tobacco. I'm like, this is kind of yeah, fucking. Yeah, you gotta smoke the fake ones in the movies. It's brutal. Ooh, that shit's gnarly. It's brutal. Yeah. For like those of you not in the movie industry, fish food. When you smoke cigarettes, you're not really allowed to smoke real cigarettes and things anymore because it's a hazard to the people around you. So they give you these herbal cigarettes that are just fucking awful. So when you see people smoking in movies now, unless they were shooting in like Bucharest or something. It's these herbal things, and they're really fucking gross. Really fucking they're gross. They're bad. Yeah. They're bad. But then the ritual of it is still nice. Yeah. You know, like the, yeah, the lighting yeah. something and the yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. The ritual is nice. <laughs> the ritual is nice. <laughs> You'll miss the rituals. We can make a lot of money endorsing things that you're just not allowed. Can we Ooh. just like. Wait, well, you know, we should, we should be endorsing bad, yeah. things that we want more of. Just endorsing cigarettes and porn. Like, let's just do that. I'd be like, hey. Cigarettes and porn company will will endorse you. Yeah, we'll and then it. make a lot of money. Definitely, but any kind of booze, right? Mm-hmm. Booze, we'll cigarettes, booze. and porn. <laughs> porn. You love us, you'll never admit it. 
Well, I guess it just sort of ended, didn't it? Well, yeah, that is, this is good. I mean, it just, you know. Yeah. You're still tired? Still thing? Did that invigorate you at all? Did you get I less tired? Feel, I do feel invigorated. I do. That was invigorating. So is it just an engagement thing? If you're not engaged, yeah. you're going to feel tired? Yeah, but it takes a lot to get me engaged these days because everything bores me. Everything's boring. That sounds like depression. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> have, you I've often, in, have you looked? Are you looking into that? I have looked into they it. They have I medicine. Do, yeah, but it's like you know. Then I'll miss the manic phase. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I'm manic, that's a that's, that's a, when you're fun. That's oh man, you know, manic. everybody's fun when they're manic. Yeah, yeah. I think I the... I think I have like a a very very minor case of bipolar disorder. Okay, <laughs> where like you know what I mean? I go okay. through like extreme mm-hmm. highs and. Or like not like semi extreme highs. I don't know if that's something you can have a minor case of. Can you just have a splash of it? Oh, I have a splash of bipolar. I don't know. I don't know. I'm self diagnosing here, which is what any good person does. <laughs> uh, just poke around the internet and look for symptoms and see if anything matches up with how you're feeling. You should be able to find something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to get real jazzed up about stuff though and stay engaged. I just yeah, I do get fucking bored very easily, you know. But this is fun. I found this very stimulating. <laughs> Megan, what do you think? <laughs> I'm getting a mic. thumbs up from we Megan. Should, we should give her a microphone. <laughs> Absolutely. We should. Yeah, right. I don't know why she doesn't, not a good she doesn't want she one. Want no, she doesn't speak? want one. Well, I know, but she could chime in every now and then if she wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be mm-hmm. nice. To, she's very funny, very smart, very intelligent. Nope, thumbs, thumbs down. down. Get a thumbs, thumbs down. She does down. not want to be exposed the way we are. <laughs> <laughs> she knows this is career suicide. <laughs> Well, we've learned a lot today. Uh, we've yeah. Learned that, uh, we've learned about Crunch, Jim. Gosh, what a fun trip stretching. down memory yep. lane, guys. What a we've fun learned, trip down memory lane. Learned Glenn's <laughs> a touch with a splash of bipolarism. Self-diagnosed. Uh-huh. It's possible. It's uh-huh. possible. The show is brought to you by depression. Depression. We're going to get you. Depression. There's always cigarettes, booze, porn, and crack. <laughs> and Sunny. And it's always sunny. And it's always sunny. Yeah, that's yeah. always something yeah. nice to hear the when people say. Healthier choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People say, you know, I've I've gotten that many times over the years. People say they're like, they've had a rough go or they're sad or. Those are my favorite. Something. Yeah, those are my. Well, that's yes. my favorite. They watch fantastic. Sunny. That makes them laugh. Yeah, that's the best case scenario. You make a thing, you put it on the world. You hope it reaches people, touches people, moves them in their lives. That's a nice thing. It's good. Or thank you for telling us when that happens. Yeah, we like hearing that. Yeah, it's very gratifying. Snap Glenn out of his depression. Sure. A little bit. I mean, yeah. But don't do it too much because then he'll get bored. <laughs> then he'll be bored of you saying it. Yes. You say no. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>